When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, crowd. Quick disclaimer before this episode. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty with our recording software to where it actually stopped recording after only about 16 minutes. So it, it won't sound quite as great as our other ones with our sweet mics because we're only using the audio from the camera itself. So we do hope you stick around, though. The content here is super heartfelt, super awesome. Um, please enjoy it. It might not sound the best, but the content is beautiful. Thanks for your patience. Enjoy. Love. Love. Sing it for me, you two. It's not I don't song. remember singing. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together, together today. <laughs> and love. And with that, welcome back to Fives of Crowd. I'm your host today, Austin, and I'm surrounded by four idiot friends of mine. Cam, Chris, Tony, and Zach. And today we're going to be introducing not only ourselves, but our families and how we came to be. How we met our significant others, as well as, well, created our offspring. We won't give you no. the specifics. The birds and the bees. But there were no we'll birds tell you our timelines. <laughs> this was a highly requested subject uh, from our friends at our Discord. So if you're not following us there, go hit up our Discord. It's down linked in the description. But to start us off, Cameron. Hello. Because <laughs> you're falling asleep I'm in the hell. I'm the last one. I'm not falling asleep. I'm just deprived of oxygen. But then breathe. I'm trying. <laughs> Tell me about Shaylee. Shaylee. Yeah, I, I don't think I even know how. Well, no, you maybe don't I do. know? We're working. I'm the last to one. Find I say. I'm the last one to get married. Maybe out of I the do. Grill. But, but then I, I kind of jumped into the, you know, I caught up. Yeah, he yeah. leapfrogged. You caught leapfrog. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had a kid first, but yet he leapfrogged me in that and then had an immediate seven-year-old. <laughs> she's seven? Eight. She's nine. Nine now. So but that was two years ago, so I was right. So seven yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So me and Shaylee met at work. That's right. Yep. And so I got transferred down to uh, a store out in Murray, and that's where I met her. And at, well, at first we were just friends. Like, it, it, I was dating someone else at the time when I, like, moved down there. And she was dating some weirdo. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we, we just became friends, like you do with coworkers. And we would talk about, like, scary movies because she was really into scary movies. I liked scary movies, as you all know. And um, is there one you don't in, anymore? I still do. Oh, is there okay. one in specific that comes to mind? 
at that time, we were talking about Lights Out. Ooh, that's a good one. That was a way good one, right? And that it was one? coming out. We we had watched it at VidCon. Yeah, well, we tried. Oh, yeah, we didn't ever we watch it. We bailed because it. it was like a 30-minute intro. Their stupid ad for dumb crap. Oh, dude, I remember now. That was yeah, annoying. It was super annoying. Oh, but, my gosh. Sorry to take, go off on a tangent. Jess, because of that show, we had to sleep with a nightlight on for like three nights. Dude, that show was That's so good. Our bathroom. I need in. to rewatch it. It's so good. But yeah, we started talking about that, and we we were like, yeah, let's get some friends together and we'll go see it or whatever. So we're like, all right. And, uh, and it's funny because even though we were dating these other people, we were kind of like on the way out with both of them, and we we got this group together and everyone bailed. So it was just me and her, and so we went to this movie and we were just friends, like nothing. Nothing came of it. But did you have thoughts? Not this time. That's Ooh, what's funny. Okay, okay. So we legit just went to this movie, watched it as friends, and then like, hey, have, have a good night. Like, that was it. Hmm. And then a little bit down the road, we'd both broken it off with those other people, and we weren't, like, looking for anything. We were kind of just like, meh, whatever. You know, I'm kind of annoyed with love currently, as one does after breakups. And another scary movie was coming out, and this one was... Oh, what was this one? It was like, don't speak. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. With the blind guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Real gross in the middle, but fantastic. <laughs> yeah. towards the end, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a hair in it. Cool. <laughs> oh. Hold on. <laughs> they had to throw that in there, didn't they? Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'll have to watch this at some point. Dude, you, it's, it's a, a good really movie. good movie. Like, it's it's scary because... It's like... Tense, it's not like supernatural scary. or anything. It's like, this could happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's set in a place where this crap could happen. Mm-hmm. And um, so we that movie comes around. And again, we go into it and we're just like, eh, we're just friends, whatever. Like, not neither of us thought anything of it. We go to the movie. We watch it. Um, at the end of it, we go outside and we end up sitting in the parking lot for like three hours Start and just out. talking. <sighs> no, not yet. <laughs> I am a gentleman. <laughs> you put on a little bit of what's that? Wow, 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 been feeling fine, baby. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I don't know how that came on. That's weird. This is just in there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Seriously, um, shut up. And so he's like. We just ended up, like, talking and getting, like, fairly deep and just kind of talking about our lives and stuff. And it just took us to this different, like, level of connection that we didn't expect, didn't have. We both, like, leave from that. And both of us kind of had the same thought, like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> maybe maybe this could be a thing. And that was just a little spark that started. And, and then we started, like, hanging out with on like group outing kind of things from work and then it turned into like going on actual dates and then we started dating and like it I mean it progressed quick but not like super quick we we probably like we officially were dating after I want to say it's like a few months but then it wasn't for like a year and that I proposed to her it's like we were dating for a while and this is what's funny so she had you know Kaylee she was pre-made as I like to say <laughs> and um, before that, like a few years before that, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I will never date somebody that has a child. Like, it was just not in the cards for me at that time. You know, I was like 25, I think. I was like, nah, I'm, ne- I'm never going to date someone with a child. It's just too difficult. It's too crazy. Um, but there was just something completely different about this. Like, 
I remember you having the conversation with me. We were leaving the Blink-182 concert. Yeah. I and you were asking me about it, and we were talking about it, and and you had said something to that effect. You're like, no, you, you're going to want to think about this. Like, you're you're dating this girl, but there's there's a whole other person that you need to, like, be in love with in a way and stuff. And, and I remember thinking about it and, and just not, like, being worried. Like, not at all. That's I was fantastic. Like, I was like, yeah, this will be good. Like, adorable little girl, super funny, just crazy little child. And, like, the more, this is what's funny, dude, is she, one, she kind of looks like me, like, a little bit. She acts a lot like me, especially now. <laughs> but don't but know like, if that's a good thing or not. Know, right? <laughs> the thing is, is the things I get mad about that she does are things that she does like me. <laughs> Give us an example. Like okay. I mean, just well, just she'll come back with witty comebacks at me that I would use on her, and I it makes me mad <laughs> that she thought about it and it works so well because I taught her well. <laughs> and so you know what I mean? Like as a parent, you have you two have a older kids like you get mad because they're too smart uh-huh. and you're like oh, I'm yeah. mad that you got me <laughs> but now I gotta find a way to make you feel like you didn't get me <laughs> you're grandma you yeah. turn into a child <laughs> go to your room it's a lose-lose I mean if you beat if you beat a child in an argument you beat a child in an argument nobody cares you're a loser <laughs> but then if you lose everyone's like hey, you got beat by a child in an argument uh-huh. you can't win people but uh no it all came together so naturally and like from day one like, the day we got married, Kaylee, Kaylee walked up and she's like, can I call you daddy now? And I was like, heck yeah, you can. And so from that day, I'm, I'm dad, I'm daddy, like, she is my child. I don't, That's so awesome. I don't That's use the word step in there anywhere. I don't, I personally don't like it. If, you know, someone's in a family like that and you like it, cool. I feel like it separates you from the, the child and I don't want that. So I don't refer to her as a stepchild. I'm like, I'll tell people. I have a nine-year-old and a and a fifteen-month-old, <laughs> and they'll just sit there. and I'll just watch the gears turn and just like, <laughs> see what they're gonna say next. I'm like, okay, let's see. And they're like, but in, uh, like, she was pre-made. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Being in your shoes, like if I were to be in your shoes, I can't say I would be as comfortable as you were into that situation. I, I think becoming that father fig- figure for a child, that would wreck my anxiety. It's wild. Well, I think especially in your case where her biological father wasn't mm-hmm. the greatest guy. Mm-hmm. And so you not only had to just step in as the father figure, but as actually father. Like, you had... Like you... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. No, I mean, like... One of one of the hardest parts in the beginning was because of that, like she she didn't have that like fatherly discipline. You know? So mm-hmm. there were there were a lot of things like right when we first got married that she would do and I and immediately I was just like, mm, this this ain't gonna be a thing that we do. <laughs> yeah, how was um, that like disciplining? It was interesting because like the first month was probably the hardest, but that's because everything had changed for her. Like, she was now living in a different house, smaller than the one she was in before. She was now just with her mom and me. So it was just us three in a new house, new experiences. And, you who know... Were they, who were they living with before? So before they were living with Shaylee's mom and brother and sister. 
Oh. So Kaylee was basically raised by all of them. Gotcha. And so, you know, you have this cute little child who's being raised by grandma and mom and uncle and aunt. And so if Shaylee's not home, Kaylee's mostly going to get whatever she wants. You know? I mean, it makes sense for any kid. Like, you're, you're around grandma and grandpa. They're just like, sure, whatever. Here, take this. You know? And so she just didn't have very many boundaries. And because of the way their house was set up, Shaylee, Kaylee and Shaylee were sleeping in the same room. Their beds were next to each other. And so Kaylee would end up in Shaylee's bed. Mm. So that was the first habit to break. Because <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, that ain't gonna fly here. I'll barely let the dog sleep in our bed. Now I sleep with the dog and the baby. I've waited 20-something years. <laughs> You're not sleeping you. in this bed. Be in between us. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I mean, just little things like that. But honestly, like, like I said, it was only about a month and then everything got fine. Like it, it snapped together so quickly and it just goes to show, like, I do feel that the the time that I had to develop as a person and get married, because, I mean, I got married at 30. And so in Utah, that's somewhat unheard of. But looking <laughs> back through my 20s, I was never ready at any oh, point. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, and Jess and I went back to her hometown for her 10-year reunion. And out of everyone that was there, and by the way, their reunions in Ohio are massive. Like high really? school reunions? Oh, yeah. Mm. Way bigger. Than Do they just have, like, fewer schools? No. Or more people they, per capita? They just appreciate I think it's it. just more so appreciated. They're more oh, because people actually go. Yeah, because she wasn't <laughs> from, like, a giant city in Ohio, but so many more people showed up for this than our tenure. Maybe it's just a Clearfield thing. I don't know. I didn't but, go to any of my Don't say the names. <laughs> don't say the names. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, we get there, and out of, like, all the... 100 plus people that were there Jess and I and one other couple were the only ones married let alone we had a kid so we were the outlier of the outlier weird yeah we were the exception of everyone yeah see this is unheard of outside of Utah that's what's so crazy and you know what actually taught me that was uh how I met your mother oh yeah and like watching that and I'm like like these guys are all dating they're all like in their 30s Mm -hmm. And they're dating like we were when we were in, like, our early 20s. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, yeah, like, I, when it finally happened, I came to grips with it. And I was like, I needed to be prepared for this because this was something bigger than me. Like, I wasn't just going to be finding a wife and, and settling down. I was getting a wife and a child and then making our family together. That's awesome. So it was it was crazy to me how like it all just came together. It just everything clicked. Me and Chaley clicked. The, she always makes fun because she was always waiting for me. She was waiting for me to be the one to decide let's go out. She was waiting for me to to propose. Like she was so she always was being the ready. Girl in the relationship. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. She was she was always ready before I was and just waiting for me to figure it out. Now, could you imagine if Kaylee's father was someone amazing like Ryan Reynolds? Bro, I'd marry him. Got it. <laughs> How do I compete with this guy? In a way, you're very lucky in that mm-hmm. no. you didn't have much to compete with. So I mean, your father's moving in with us, right? <laughs> See, and, and that's the other thing, too. Like, if if you were if you were a dude that actually made an effort and could better her life, I would not be opposed to him, like, being around more. But he, he's not, you know? And that's his own choice. And mm. it is it is better for me because I don't have competition. So it's it's nice. Like she's my little girl. 
freaking love situation work. That's awesome. Yes, it like, like it, it all exactly. Yeah. It the all epitome clicked. of timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny. She's such a little turd. I love her so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Now, now to pivot things, Chris has been the longest married here, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Have I? Yes. Both actually and before actually. You guys were married before you got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know what I wanted. Oh, yeah. We right? Because you guys have been married 12 years. Yeah, well, I was going to say Zach might be close. September 30th, 2006 is when I got married. Okay, so you're... Don't forget it. I was going to say, we're coming up on our 13th. 13th? So you're, is that yours too? You just 14? had your 14th. Yep. Okay. Yep. Doing math. <laughs> Man. Yep. Shoot, yep. how many years? years. That's 14. crazy. So It doesn't feel like it. It's it's just, I mean, every, every relationship has its work, but it's been awesome. So start at the beginning. How'd you guys Yeah, work? started at the beginning because, I mean, we kind of did a crash course on our introduction by roast mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. But that was more so how you, when you met us, you had met Lisa before that. Yeah, yeah. So Lisa, we actually went to junior high and high school together. And it's weird how things work out. My cousin in junior high had a crush on her. <laughs> and so I went to talk to her for him. Like, Little kids do <laughs> saying, "Hey, my cousin likes you." Well, she ended up liking me instead of my cousin. But there's the buddy. There's the rule, the unspoken rule that if the bro code, the bro, bro code, code, that if he liked her, I couldn't pursue her. Right? So I didn't. I was like, "No, my cousin likes you." Honor. My cousin likes you, so I can't date you. Well, fast forward to high school. We talked. I mean, we didn't talk very much in high school at all. And it's weird because I think about this and I'm like, it all worked out the way it did for a reason. You know what I mean? But we were friendly and cordial in high school, but she didn't, I wasn't on the radar. She wasn't on the radar. Well, after we graduated, I get this random text saying, hey, you should come over. We're doing a birthday party for my friend. (laughs) Hey, Tyler's just left the state. Come on over. <laughs> no, this was, was this was before this. he left. Oh, yeah. this is before he left. This was this was uh, Orlean's birthday. Oh, yeah. okay. So, okay. so I'm like, who is this? Because I didn't know who the number was. Well, I had a a friend who was taking my phone and texting her, saying it was his phone. And I'm like, who is this? She's like Lisa. I go, Lisa, who? And she said, you know, Lisa Evans, or, you know. I forgot her last name until just <laughs> so, right? She's not a humble. I was like, wait, no, there wasn't. Well, and so I'm like, I'm like, whoa, how'd you get my number? She's like, isn't this, isn't this so-and-so? And I was like, no. No, this isn't. <laughs> dirty thief. I was like, this is, I go, this is Chris. She's like, Chris who? And I told her, Chris Hummel. Chummel 86. Chummel 86 on a fly fly. Um, <laughs> But she, and I guess from what she was saying to her friends is that she always thought I was cute or whatever. And so she just got all giddy and she's like, you should come anyway because. Because you're cute. I guess. She used me. No. But. And abused you. Yeah. So anyway, we go to this party and we're sitting there and I'm just talking with everybody and getting to know everybody. She comes running over and sits on my lap unbeknownst to me that the boyfriend at the time is at the party but they were taking a separation because he was getting ready to leave and go serve a mission he was there yeah 
I don't remember that. Yeah, he was there. I, I don't remember being But like, I guess he, he was like, I need to date other people. But he'd get mad that she was dating other people. Anyways. Typical. Long story. But, so anyway, it all was from there. And, and then come to find out that she was moving out. And I said, well, if you need help moving out, I'll, I'll be there to help you move out. And so I went I feel and like I was at that party. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It was in that. It was in the house in the basement, down by like the veterinary clinic, kind of on on a thousand, yeah. no, two thousand, by Clinton Walmart. His bit. house, right? No, that was where oh, Lisa. Yeah. Was, that was where he Lisa. Was there. I was like, who's the idiot with the long hair? No, well, this no, was, was that. This was, <laughs> a, this was that Lisa and Shailene's no like rental. They were renting the basement. I don't know Okay, no, I wasn't. There. I don't I remember. Feel, maybe it's just because I've heard the story so long ago that I feel like it's a part of my right, memory. dude. Like, okay, I feel like I was there. No. No, but I don't remember... I don't remember who all was there, because I was focused on Dude, there were a bunch of weirdos. Like, honestly, they were all weirdos. Dude, I was, a, you. I was a weirdo. I was a weirdo. I had all... I had my gauges in, my Backstreet Boy <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> you did have spiky hair. Spiky hair upside down, reverse. Visor. Visor. No, not, not that extent, but... I, I did. Was, um, you not- did! <laughs> I just remember that! Oh my gosh! Did you frost your tips? No, my hair was too black, it wouldn't frost. <laughs> he tried! For lack of he tried. tried. <laughs> His mud. <laughs> oh my god, I totally remember that. I did that earlier on, though. I did have that. You had that tribal necklace, too. Yeah, I wore oh that everywhere. Oh my gosh! This is my story. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had a big old brain. I'm just kidding. Um, but So anyway, I helped him move, and that's where I met you, and you and me talked for a while. Oh, yeah. And we, I felt like we just kind of connected instantly. We did. And like we had, we had a, a bro click for sure. Yeah. And then we just started dating from there. And him and Lisa, not me. Are you sure? <laughs> you were kind of a package deal, though. It was the same situation. It's, true, dude. it's so true. I was dating my wife, and she had a man child. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, yeah, for real. No, but then we just started hanging out, and then. I think, but we didn't date very long before I proposed to her, because she was still dating Tyler at the he time. He was gone, though, wasn't he? Okay, he, I told her, I was like, I'm going to marry you, and she's like, well, I don't know, because she was still on the fence, because she uh-huh. was still with Tyler or whatnot. Tyler leaves, and I'm like... I just love that conversation. I'm going to marry you. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to date this other guy. (laughs) Well, it wasn't even that. Like, it was just, she would, she introduced me. Hey, this is my friend Tyler. And when she talked to Tyler, hey, this is my friend Chris. I was like, hmm, we're going to (laughs) fight. Them's fighting words. But he knew that we were dating, you know. And so we just started hanging out. And I think, I think I proposed to her. In April? I thought you were going to say that week. <laughs> I proposed to her. like, <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I proposed to her in April, and we didn't start dating until the beginning of January, so it was like three months, and it might have been earlier than that. I'm not sure on the specifics, but I just was like, I'm going to marry this girl. And I kept telling everybody, I was like, I'm going to marry her. How'd and you I, know? I just, I just knew. I don't know. It was just, you can't describe it. It's just. Was it a, like. I don't know, man. It's you, like because you knew her for a long sense. time. It just I made did. sense. But we weren't, but we weren't really, didn't really talk much or anything before. I just the way she talked and the way we we just got along and 
I just knew that I wanted to marry her, you know, and so I did. It just, it just <laughs> works. It's one of those. It, this it, is it the did. craziest thing. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. Yeah, I just. Like, I always noticed with, with Shaylee, at least, what set her apart from the other girls I dated was all all the other girls I dated were a lot of work. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was so, like, I had to be constantly doing something to keep it going. Yeah. But it, it just exhausting. But, like, with Shaylee and stuff, and I'm sure with Lisa, it just sorry, made honey. sense. Sorry, honey. She was a lot of damn work. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. Is, she, dang work. Is, is she still a lot of work? You can't well, take the course, woman out of the wife. No, no. <laughs> but any relationship is a lot of work, and that's what I think today. Now, when there's all this divorce and everything, it's just people don't understand that relationships are a lot of work. They well, really I think, are. I think people treat marriage as like a high school relationship. That's why they all get divorced because they go into it thinking like, well, you know, I can just get out of this. Oh, well, we disagree on this, so we're not supposed yeah, to be together. But exactly. It's, it's, it's how you, but we were always able to come to an agreement on something, whether it was me, you know, kicking her in the butt and saying, no, we need to talk about this or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But she was, you know, it was just, I just knew that she was a wonderful person. I just knew that I would really screw up if I let this girl out of my life. And so it was a lot of work, but it really wasn't at the same time. I just knew. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. <laughs> oh, tender. But, but really, she's, I don't know. I don't know where I'd be right now because I wouldn't know any of you guys. Yep. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have my beautiful son who, I mean, it took us a long time to have him mm-hmm. too. A long yeah, time. Dude. A long time, and we we tried, you know, but uh, I don't my know. first one was so easy. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish you were. <laughs> you were there. You're like you're doing it wrong. Uh, wrong way, sir. But yeah, so how I proposed to her too was so stupid. <laughs> it really was, and we kind of turned it into this beautiful moment because it ended up being. Of course, it's your proposal. It's a beautiful moment. I think we're at my cousin's homecoming and we decided to go outside and we're sitting by the road and I'm like mommy <laughs> <laughs> and she's like excuse you she's like the dinner she's like she's like what I was like uh. <laughs> I go and we're just standing there against my car and I'm like Lisa will you marry me and she's like <laughs> she's just I was expecting something different but she just looks at me she's like for real? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first like, sign that you did it wrong. I'm like, yes, will you marry me? She's like, for real, for real? Because I kept telling her I was going to marry her before. Like, I was like, I'm going to marry you. And she was just like, yeah. I'll did you have the ring out? Like, was it a I didn't even have a ring. No, I had no ring. I well, was, that's the confusing. It's a string wrapped around a finger. I was very unprepared for it. But here's the thing that's crazy about me marrying her, or me proposing to her, is it was like a... It was a, it was like a non. I don't know how to describe it, but it was like a violent shove. No, <laughs> no, it, it's like the beauty of the moment enveloped us. It was it was a nonchalant moment that the beauty of it kind of enveloped us as we went because then we just started noticing, like there, the trees were still in bloom and and we just also noticed all the tree petals like started falling down and I don't know it, it turned into a beautiful moment that should have been crap to be honest you know what I mean because it was just it turned because it is a beautiful thing but 
I just was like, my movie. It's alright. And now you hear all these like elaborate proposals and stuff. No, and so it was it was very mine, raw. Mine was decent, decently yeah. elaborate. Yeah, I want to like you didn't elaborate on your proposal at all. If you want to share yeah. on that, yeah. Well, I, well, well let's actually, you, let's finish your yeah, story because you we need to hear about Alden and so your wedding was fun. So we yeah. got married. We got married. <laughs> What's that song? Uh, I don't know, but we ended up having, you know, we got married at the park. I was trying to find groomsmen. This is, so you were, yeah, you were. He was there. Yeah. No, he wasn't a groomsman. He was, he was there, is, though. For, I yeah, was there. You were there. there. Was he was the life we were, of the party. We were, we were the life of the yeah. party. Yeah, we were danced. screaming and dancing the whole yeah. time. But it was a good time. We ended up getting married, and then we started struggling with having a child. So when we first got married, Lisa ended up getting pregnant. And... It was one of those moments where she's like, honey, I'm pregnant. I'm how, like, how far into this were you? Oh, we were, it was like December. We got married in September, and it was like December that we found out she got pregnant. It was pregnant. 2006, oh, right? Oh, my yeah. gosh. This was like right, right, after, so we, just, right after we got married. I just left on my mission. Crap. She had gotten pregnant. And I knew I always wanted to be a dad. I always, you know, loved, loved the idea, but that scared the crap out of me at first. I was like, oh. Well, you were kids. Yeah, we were still. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? So at first it scares you. We start going to the doctor visits. You start warming up to it. And you're like, I'm going to be a freaking dad. Like, this is going to be awesome. I always wanted to do it. I, you know, and I, I feel like I have my immature moments, but I can always step up to adulthood if I need to. You know what I mean? I don't know if oh, you've yeah, ever like, been immature. Right? No, it's like, oh, it's like when you need to go to the doctor's office. I've never been office. around you when you've been immature. Oh, uh, have you met Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I say the most outlandish crap. Um, but so <clears throat> we end up going to the doctors and then, you know, you hear the heartbeat. And you hear all this and, and your emotions just fill up. And I remember we go to the doctor one day and he's trying to do the heartbeat again. And then he, uh, he's like, hold on just a second. And he just. Books it out of the room, right? Uh, anyways, he comes back in. He's like, okay, we need to go to this other place. And you, and you get excited. And, and he's all, he goes, you, you, lo you know, you lost, you lost a child. And it kills you. Mm -hmm. oh, it just kills you. But anyways, we got through it. And then we started just doing our thing again. And then we're like, okay, we're ready. And this was probably two years after. And we, we tried having a child again. And we just, it, it never worked. And then Alden was born. So he's four. He turns five in December. So whatever year you guys do the math. I'm on Comic Do so. <laughs> <laughs> you need your grid? Yeah. You need <laughs> but, um, so... I'm I'm asleep or getting ready. I don't remember exact moment, but Lisa comes up. She's like, she's like, I'm pregnant, and I just remember the all those emotions from before hit me, but then the excitement just overtook it, and I just knew, okay, this is this is it. Like yeah. this is this is the time when we're supposed to have our child. Do you feel like the first time around you weren't ready, and that was kind of like. 
Um, is that how you did that help you in coping at all? Or no, it's no? just no, dude. Here's the thing with it: it's such a roller coaster of emotions. Because at first you're scared, yeah, and then you're like excited, and then it's just all taken from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. On the second time around, I, at first I was scared about it. I'm like, oh, we can't tell anybody because we don't know if this is going to be the same situation. And for some reason, I was, I just, I was like, nah, this is it. You just knew. Yeah, we knew, and we just knew, and just got excited. And then we got our son Alden, and he's a stud. He's awesome. Dude. He's Such a, a funny kid. I love that kid. He's he's a good kid. He's so grown he, up. He, for he, his I age. know you just said I he was forgetting. four, and I was like, Are you sure he's not like seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? he, he comes over and he treats Micah like an absolute gentleman. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's not because of me. That's <laughs> not you know, you know, you put on a big front, but you're you've you always been you've a stand up dude. You've always been very chivalrous, and I think that's why me and you clicked so easy in the beginning. Because yeah. I, at that time especially, I was always about the bro code. Like I honestly would. Treated all my friends with honor, and if they like ruined that, yeah. we weren't friends anymore. Yeah. Like I, I, I am that way. Like I, I, okay, I have a moral. This is my moral, strong line. moral compass. I do, I do. I go mm-hmm. over, around the gray with some of the things I say, but it's just reactionary. It's you know just, what I mean? I still have my value and my, my moral that I stick to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's probably why Lisa was like, "All right, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> strong moral compass. But yeah, yeah my son's mm-hmm. a stud. It was worth all the heck and the heartache. It was well. I love. I mean, I don't love that you had to go through that, but I, I love that we're having this conversation now because that's something I had no clue about. It was. I kept that really close to me. Like I had no clue, and I'm very sorry you had to go through that. It's. I mean, it's pretty common, but I mean, yeah, it it, it killed me for a while. Oh, there. I can't even imagine. Yeah. So I, we've been like I remember. Blessed. I remember like every appointment, and I'm sure all of you felt the same way. Every appointment, I was like slightly scared. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every oh, yeah. time. You're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what could go wrong, but I'm afraid it could. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No matter how far along we were, like yeah. even up to the birth. Well, there was a, a while there with Micah that <clears> she was <throat> even flipped and was breached for a very long time. We had to do this. Oh. I, I can't even remember what it's called. Have, like, it's like a CS yeah. something where they have to like forcefully mm-hmm. flip your child. And oh. there's like. There's all these warnings about it, and that like it could cause issues with birth and yeah. like your health and like baby's health and all this stuff. And they might need to be having a, an emergency mm-hmm. C-section. You're just like, what? Yeah, they did that with Alden too. So mm-hmm. that scared me too. But he was yeah. far enough. They assured us he's far enough when they're going to try to do this to where if they have to do an emergency C-section, he'd be all right. Because I was yeah. like, but I mean, still, the women... it's that fraction uh, yeah, of a yeah. chance. You're yeah. like, I don't even want there to be a chance. Dude, yeah. the women deal with a lot of pain in childbirth, but my gosh, it is an emotional like ride for the men. Because you can't do anything. Yeah, you can't. You it's literally. out of your hands. If Completely. anything goes wrong, you just sit there and you're like, I have no control over the situation. I did yeah. this to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's the same thing, like... As, as a man, and, and this may be old school and I don't care, but as a man in the relationship, I want to be a fixer. Yeah, I yeah. want to fix yeah. the problems. Exactly. I want to make sure everything's going. You want to be a protector. You can't. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's and out you of can't. your hands at that point. The thing that's crazy 100%. is, like, at least for me with our first, I was so naive about the whole thing that I didn't realize there could be issues. So many, like, like that, so many you know, of right? them too. And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden you find out the different issues that you can have and how 
actually really, really common it is. It's literally like a 50-50 shot of getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Especially on the first pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's crazy. You just look back and it's like, whew. Well, and I think the beauty behind social media these days is people are becoming more and more transparent with their pregnancies and stillbirths and, you know, miscarriages miscarriages become, are so much more common than you realized. Yeah. And it's just, you know, when, when Scarlett was born, her, there was this one extremely tense moment and you feel the, you feel it in the room. Yeah. Like, you know, when the doctor all of a sudden is not as bubbly and funny and they're stern, you're like, something's happening. Like her shoulder got caught and the doctor you could just tell and feel it because the, the nurse looked at the doctor and she's like, do I need to prep? And I'm like, what the fuck? Prep for what? <laughs> like, I'm for like, what? what is this? Yeah. And the doctor's like, maybe. And I'm like, like I started to freak out. They had to put the freaking suction cup thing on her head and the doctor straight up put her foot on the table and is like yanking my child out of my wife. And luckily she moved her shoulder and was able to pull her out because it like... It, it could have either killed her or caused severe damage to, like, her arm and stuff. Mm. And, oh, my gosh, dude, it, that I remember that moment. Probably the highest stress I've ever felt, ever. Oh, yeah. Seeing with the, with the first child, or at least it was in her second trimester, too, so that I could, you know, they give you the assurance, oh, the first trimester is when you really have issues if it's going to be a miscarriage or whatever. And so, yeah, it's, yeah, dude. But when you see that child, oh yeah, hot day! Isn't it amazing how? So again, like a woman carries that baby for nine months, and so they are they're already growing that attachment, yeah, Yeah. that bond, literally, right? (laughs) Whereas the as the men, you don't have that connection until you see it. But it's amazing how the moment you lay eyes on it, you're instantly in love. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. you're just. It was, oh my gosh. I am that child's protector. Like, yeah. I right. that child. Like, I mean, I never, I never, like, talked to her a lot when she was in the belly. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm that way. Like, I'm like, once, I know it's in there, but, like, until it pops out, I'm like, oh my gosh, we, we, we just, have, we did this? We just had a baby? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all of a sudden, like, that nine Before that, of, like, it's, a, it's an alien. Exactly. Like, <laughs> supposedly there's something in there. Xenomorph is right away in any moment. You're just sneaking in for seconds. I don't know. <laughs> this might be weird, but I would, like, cuddle with my wife's belly. Like, I would lay oh, my yeah, head yeah. on there and, and just, I, I don't know. I, I did just, too, man. I would yeah, always talk. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I would always play my, music. And put my mouth right up to the belly. Baby, baby, this is for baby. Wait to baby. Yeah. <laughs> baby comes out terrified. But so, and everybody always mentions the bond you have with the child when they're born, but the bond that you develop with your significant other during the pregnancy too is is, is yeah. a magical thing. It's also a big roller coaster. It is, of course. Because oh, you, yeah. as the as the husband, you're like, I know you're dealing with a lot of pain and hormones, but I'm the recipient yeah. of <laughs> all that pain and hormone feelings too. <laughs> but that, I mean, it helps you bond. It, it helps does. You, it does. It's yeah. like a sink well, or swim. The hard could, thing know. too is like, no matter how much, like, no matter knowing that their body's hormones are going crazy and it's causing this, you still feel it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, there's an explanation, but I'm like, that was still. Well, painful. and you, there's <laughs> also the thing where you get like empathy pains and like 
you get those sympathy symptoms where it's all of a sudden you have this weird craving for food. I was or... always hungry. <laughs> it hasn't stopped. I'm blaming, still looking to lose that baby. Blaming you, Scarlett. Yeah, I'm blaming you. Baby Cam's perm, perma-prego. <laughs> yeah. Wild. I'm always hungry. Just kidding. <laughs> it's so true, though. Just kidding. So, sorry to jump off a little bit. I want to hear about your proposal. Cam. Oh, yes. Uh, so, this was, this was fun. I liked it a lot. So basically what I did is I set up a whole freaking scavenger hunt for Shaylee. And I legit, like, <laughs> I got this, like, piece of, like, parchment paper almost. Like, this really cool paper. I drew a map on it, burned the edges. Like, I put, like, the water and everything and, like, where I was leading her to her final destination. Not that one. <laughs> trucks with lumber? <laughs> trucks with lumber, all kinds of stuff. Panes of glass, all, all the things. That um, sounds horrible. But uh, but I, I cut it into six pieces, and I got a bunch of, like, bottles, and I, I legit, like, rolled these things up, sealed them with a wax seal, put them in the bottles, and I left a bag of chocolate coins with them at every location for Kaylee. So I had Shaylee and Kaylee do the scavenger hunt together. But, like, basically I took her to the movie theater where we, like, the spark started. I took her to where we had our first date. I took her to where we had our first kiss. Uh, I took her to, like, our first group date. And then... Gosh, I'm tired. the last one is. Dude, it was, <laughs> it's it like was Shay- a, So I'm thinking, like, legit. man, Shaylee had to jump all over the place. That's, that's the funny thing. I gotta say, just something that elaborate. Obviously, she knows it's coming. Do you think the bro? She had no idea. What? She's she's she had no. She's idea. sugarcoating you. And this is no. This is why is because she was she hadn't eaten that day, so she was starving, <laughs> and just thought I was leading this her to like a, a, to a really nice job. picnic. Because it was also on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was around our one year anniversary, so it was a really nice picnic. And um, so I, I basically led her to her favorite place, which is Pineview. She has memories of growing up, growing up and going to Pineview with her, her grandma and grandpa. And, like, it's a very special place to her. So I lead her out there, and I set up in the, in the sand under this giant oak tree. I think it was an oak tree. And this is, like, October, so it's fall. So this thing is covered in giant yellow leaves. And the wind is lightly blowing, and we're right next to the water. And so it's, like, raining giant yellow leaves on us. But I, I put roses from the parking lot all the way through the sand up to where I was. I had a blanket covering all these pumpkins that were painted with, will you marry me? So I set up all these pumpkins and had a blanket on the ground. And we're sitting there. She comes out. I'm like, hey, you know, her and Kaylee. And I think that's the other reason is because I had Kaylee with her. So she wasn't really expecting it in that moment, too. Well, she shows up. We're talking and stuff. And, uh... Kaylee like looks at the blanket she's like what's that and I was like oh that's that's our lunch go ahead and pull it off she walks over and pulls it off and while she does Shaylee's looking and I kneel down behind her so she sees the pumpkin say will you marry me he turns around and I'm on the ground with the big old shiny rock and uh it was just like why'd you have most, a rock I mean that's what they do apparently penguins <laughs> <laughs> I just you know if I get out of line she hits me with it I don't know a pebble a pebble <laughs> <laughs> a real expensive shiny rock like, ridiculous and but yeah so in that moment she turns around and I actually I asked Kaylee if it was okay if I marry her mom and then I asked Shaylee 
Oh. Yeah. It was dope. And then my friends were there taking pictures, and the drone like comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Way to make me feel like half a man. No, you did great. <laughs> what would you have done if Kaylee would have said no? I'd be like, I'd punch her into the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was good. It was really nice. good. And then she was like, "Where's the? But there's food, right?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Eat oh, the pumpkin." I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and got food after. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, you. Austin, you're up. Me? Yeah. Well, I was gonna go last because I'm hosting. Oh, then oh. hit it, Tony. Hit it up, Tony. You're up. Oh man. Well, I met this girl one time. What was her name? <laughs> oh, Tina. Do you know her? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, I gotta kinda. So, I, at the time, uh, the two friends I was hanging out with most of the time back then both had girlfriends. So, I was the Will, and I kinda was going through like this really loner phase. Didn't like to leave the house. Um, Kind of just stayed home, watched movies, didn't really do much. And then Austin uh, texted me one day out of the blue. And he was like, hey, do you want to go to dinner with me and a friend? And I was, oh, uh, yeah. I was just <laughs> assuming it was him and whatever person he was dating at the time. And I was just like, you know what? I need to get out of the house. I'll be the will for a night, sure. And so we, uh, so I met him at the Boston's. Actually, where I was talking earlier. Boston. Yeah. You know what? It's not Boston's anymore. It's not? No. Some Dude. stupid other are you restaurant. Are you sure? A thousand percent. Oh. I swear. That's heartbreaking. Anyway, go anyway, on. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, meet him at Boston's, and uh, we all kind of pull into the parking lot together. Um, and as I get out, I just remember... Um, seeing Austin, of course, and then seeing this really tall blonde with him. And I just immediately was like, dang. <laughs> Walk this way. And uh, first thing that uh, drew me in was her eyes. Um, now, granted, Jenny's got some big eyes, but like classy big, not like creepy big. <laughs> Not like spotlights? <laughs> yeah. Not like anime big, but like real big. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just, I was immediately just attracted. I was like, man. So anyway, we uh, introduce ourselves and stuff, walk into the restaurant, and we're sitting there just, it was just the three of us. And we sat, and um, I remember, uh, um, so we all ordered, and I remember Jenny ordered a pizza, and she ate the whole thing on her own. And she's like a twig. And the fact that she could put away a whole pizza, I'm like, yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're just laughing, having a good time. And no joke, like already in that moment, I felt just, I don't know, um, just a connection, I guess you could say. And uh, um, Austin ends up, it was time to pay for our checks and stuff. And... Austin needed some change, so he was like, I'm going to run out to my car real quick to get change for my check. So while he was gone, it was just Jenny and I, and uh, I asked her, I was like, so are you and Austin dating? And she's like, oh, no, we're just friends. Stuff. And I was like, well, would you want to go out with me one day? And Dang. the fact that I had the guts to ask her out was a feat in itself. 
because I don't ask hot girls out. <laughs> I just don't. I get that. Jenny and I were really good friends through high school. Well, yeah. Which is amazing that you never met her. That's what blew my mind, too, is apparently... Because we used to slough class all the time, and then like, just go chill in the blazer and just like... Yeah, just talk. Jenny was a sophomore when we were seniors. Yeah. She hung out with Austin all the time, and yet I didn't even know she existed until this day. And you still don't. Always meant to. <laughs> yeah. There's so, always a reason. Well, so always. she said yes, that she would go out with me. And so, I don't know, it was about a week later. Um, we set up a date, and I'm texting her, and she's like, I'm up at my aunt's house cleaning... Um, I'm almost done. I promise we'll, we're we're still on. My God, this is it. You know, I'm at the. I'm used to being blown off. Don't uh, you hate that? Yeah. Oh, oh so I bad. totally forgot about being blown off. The stupidest thing in the world, right? Dumb. Have some balls, ladies. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm already prepping for that. Well, then, lo and behold, she actually comes through, and she's like, "Okay, I'm I'm home and stuff," and she's like, "Give me just five minutes to get ready and." And uh, she's like, in fact, if you want to start heading over, I'll be ready by the time you get here. So I go and I pick her up and um, I, I, we were just going to go out to dinner. And I said, where do you want to go eat? Sky's the limit. I, whatever sounds good to you. And she's like, well, as funny as it sounds, she's like some McDonald's chicken nuggets sound amazing right now. I'm like, man, you're a cheap date. <laughs> Not really. I didn't say that. <laughs> but, but you uh, were thinking it. I was thinking it. Heck yeah. Winning. <laughs> Heck yeah. So we go to McDonald's, um, get our food and everything. We sit down, and we were in this McDonald's lobby for, gosh, I, I want to say at least two hours, just talking and stuff. And as weird as it is, first date, and I am opening up about deep, dark secrets and stuff that there's no way anybody would ever want to say this kind of stuff on a first date. Jenny's over there like, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> no, so that's just it, though. The fact that she just listened, no judgment, no nothing. She just listened. She opened up back to me, telling me about different things. It, I walked away that night, same thing, Chris. It was crazy listening to your story because it, it was the same thing. I walked out, and I'm like, I'm going to marry her. And I just knew it. It was love at that first date. But here's the catch is she had a boyfriend at the time. And Austin even oh, warned me about it. That's too. right. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> she's taken. <laughs> right? But I got two 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 girl stealers as friends. <laughs> <laughs> but her boyfriend lived in California. Days. I forgot about ah, that. So he came out he came out to visit like a friend or family. She met him and they started dating. Well then he moved back out to California. Well, she had tickets to go fly out to stay with him as her senior trip. This was right out of high school. And so it was terrible because at this point, we had hung out pretty much every day. We didn't, we didn't hug, we didn't kiss, we didn't do anything because technically she had a boyfriend, so we didn't want to make her... Unfaithful. Technicalities. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it was almost perfect, though, because it brought us closer as friends almost first. And uh, I remember right before she left, we took a trip to Lava Hot Springs. 
And I did actually end up kissing her there. But the funny thing is, so we were sitting by the hot pots at Lava Hot Springs, and I remember leaning in for the kiss. She kissed me back, but then, like, half a second, and she pulled away. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this was terrible. I shouldn't have made a move. Well, later she tells me that she just, she panicked because she couldn't believe she was actually kissing me. And so she panicked and pulled away. And I was like, okay. I don't know if she's feeding me crap. <laughs> so on the way home from Lava Hot Springs, I ended up telling her that I loved her. I remember this. Oh, snap. Yeah, Austin you was were driving. You back seat. Yes. Mm. Austin was driving. Who was I dating at the time? That's going to be a brain blast. Because <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I remember she was sitting shotgun, and I was just like, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was really awkward for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Who cuddling. Was Austin was driving. No oh. one was driving. We just put a rock on the gas pedal. Charles, go faster. Charles. Austin was driving. Out. Whoever he was dating was in the passenger seat, and there, there was just an awkwardness there. And then Jenny and I are cuddling in the back, telling each other we love each other. That was actually very accurate. <laughs> Spot on. So we, so anyway, we that night happens, and then she ends up leaving to California for two weeks to literally stay with her another man. Another yes. man. I remember all this and. It was, she was still texting me throughout the whole thing. We would kind of talk and stuff because he was, her, the guy she was staying with still had to work. So while he was at work, she was calling me and she was telling me things that I didn't want to hear. And, uh, and the fact that she was telling me that made me knew she, she was being honest and stuff. Um, she even told me that he proposed but he slid the Jerk. ring. He slid the ring across the kitchen counter and said, "Think about it." What? That was his proposal. Wow! That what is it? What yeah. a DB move, man! Chris, you did great. Right? Yeah, Chris, you did great. Awesome, man. See, I'm just having great. Chris, I'm sincere. Think about it. <laughs> what a tool move! <laughs> like a Joey. That's Fun like, hey, how you doing? You imagine if you just slid it off the table? That's like a tool you don't use that just sits in the back of the tool bag. Hits the ground and you hear that's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the whole time she's gone, I am absolutely miserable. Miserable. I remember this. That was like your personal shrink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was I totally remember all this. Well, I kept thinking too. I'm like, I should just break up with her. I should just get this over with and just break up with her. And I was like, no, because she went, she told me before we even got close, she said she was going down there to break up with him. She's like, this is my senior trip. I'm taking it to have my senior trip. Yes, it's with him, but I'm going to break up with him and everything. And so I was like, in two weeks, she's going to be back here single. I'm single. I'm like, I just got to tough it out. And it, through that two weeks, I would sleep on my bedroom floor, not in my bed, because at night, I couldn't help but think that she's there with him. And so I'd sleep on my bedroom floor, and every time my brain would start to run away with me, I would immediately stop and go, I'm sleeping on my floor. And it would, like, my brain would just be like, oh, yeah, you're sleeping on your floor. <laughs> And you and your brain have some deep conversations. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, and that's when my other personality was created. <laughs> no. But I'm not crazy. Here's a third voice. Yeah, we are sleeping on the floor. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, who invited you? 
the weird thing though is that it worked. Like it, yeah. it worked. A coping mechanism. Yeah. 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 And so. How were those padded walls, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> so. I can't reach my. Anyway, <laughs> flash forward. Um, she gets home, and we pick up where we left off, and uh, we made it official. So we met May twenty third of two thousand seven. And I want to say it was mid-June that we made it official. And then, coincidentally, I happened to be house shopping and ended up finding this condo. And since, um, since I was moving out, I asked her if she wanted to move in with me. She said yes. So we moved in together. This was about August. So we... He's throwing met- around dates, and I'm sitting here like, because yeah. <laughs> now my turn's coming up. That's why I went very it's 2020 now. So. <laughs> Do the math. But yeah, so um, so yeah, we moved in together. So we met in May, moved in together in August. We got married May 23rd, 2008. So exactly one year to the day that we met. And then, um, then yeah, then um, flash forward again. We had our first baby Brinley in 2010 and kind of back on the whole thing she's she was due October October 10th because I remember it was 10 10 10 is when she was due and we got told in June that she stopped growing and so again being naive we didn't really think much of it but they said they're like if she thinks she's done growing, she's going to want to start to breathe. So pretty much from here on out, have a bag packed and be ready because we're going to have to take her any day. Well, she made it to September. She was about three weeks early, but she came out. She was only four pounds, 10 ounces. Wow, um, tiny. Yeah. yeah. See, and it's funny. Me and Kara just had a baby at the same time, too. We actually have a picture of our two girls next to each other. And... Our baby, I mean, probably normal size baby, was literally twice the size of Brittany. Yeah. It was like a toddler wow. next to it. It was crazy. But, um, but yeah, the doctor warned us. He said, the only th- he said, everything looks good. The only thing I cannot check is her lungs. We won't know that until she comes out. Well, she came out screaming, and everything was good. Oh, she was breached, so we had to have a C-section. But, uh, yeah, everything was good. <clears throat> um, and then... Um, I'm just going to kind of skip forward a little, uh, we had Jude, um, and we tried for Jude for a, uh, about a year and a half, because we, at about the two-year mark after having Brynn, we started trying, and we just could not get pregnant, and so finally after about a year and a half, we got pregnant with Jude. We were so excited to know he was a little boy, um, and Jude went a lot smoother, um, other than the fact that he just beat Jenny up. Like, that pregnancy was not easy on her. She wasn't really sick, but she was just constantly exhausted and horrible headaches and stuff. And um, So she had a C-section with him just to basically get him out as quickly as possible. To exercise the She was standing so. up in her stirrups. <laughs> get this demon out of me! Splash with the holy water! <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah and then 
Oh. After that, I I wanted to be done having kids. I was like, I've got one of each. I'm just feeling like we're done. And we kind of were both on the same page a little. She was a little hesitant. And then um, three, about three years later, I want to say, um, all of a sudden she, we kind of had a surprise pregnancy. And that kind of answered my question to if we should have another, because when Jenny showed me that positive stick, I got so excited. I was like, this is fantastic. And um, at about the seven week mark, we went in for our first appointment and there was no heartbeat. And, um, and our doctor was really nice about it. And that's when he actually told us, he's like, you know, the odds honestly are very slim of even getting pregnant. And so we're like, okay, you know, I guess it is what it is. So at least at this point, we knew we wanted to try. So now we were trying to have a baby and it just was not happening. We were taking um, fertility pills, doing everything you could. And we were just getting so discouraged because we're like, we have two babies already. So obviously we know everything works. You know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've done it twice before. <laughs> and so... And we practice a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, we get pregnant, and we're like, awesome. Okay, this is great. We even went out. We bought a bigger vehicle and everything because we're like, okay, the odds of having two miscarriages in a row is slim to none. So, yeah, this is great. We're, we're set. We go in for our first appointment. We see the heartbeat and everything. We're like, this is awesome. Well, our doctor was like, I want to see you back here in a week. And, and he's like, I... I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. He said, it looks a little faint. He's like, so I wanna see you back here in a week and prepare yourself. And so a week later we go in and again, no heartbeat. Like son of a gun, like two in a row. And so at this point we were, we were scarred. And so we took some time and then we decided that we will try one more time. Um, and we even decided to do, it's called an IUI, where basically they take my stuff and put it in her. In a baster? <laughs> basically, yes. So that's basically what happened in the movie we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. But they like... They, they should put a squeaker in it. Auga! But they... They take my stuff and they like clean it. So they, it's literally right down to just the sperm and stuff. Yeah. And then they put it up in there and, and everything. And, uh, oh. and it, <laughs> sorry, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to figure out how to clean it. <laughs> I told you I'm immature. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we said going into this, too, we're like, this is our final straw. If this doesn't work, then that's our sign. We're just done having kids. Hmm. And so after the procedure, we wait the month, and it doesn't work. And so we're like, okay, well, we tried. That's our answer. We've got our two beautiful babies. We're just going to be happy with what we've got. Well, then a month later, surprise, surprise, Jenny's pregnant. And this one actually sticks. But through the whole pregnancy, we didn't tell people until Jenny was almost, like, to the point where she almost couldn't hide it anymore. And even right up until birth, I still didn't even want to 
Like, I was, I just, I don't know. Like how I said with Brinley and even Jude, I would talk to her belly and stuff. With this one, I didn't. Because I was just, I'm, I don't want to get a connection to this baby and have it not work out. And um, so, yeah, as soon as she was born, though, instant connection. Everything was good. That slight scare, though, while I was standing over. So Kelsey is our third one. Um, and this was just this last March. So she's seven months old now, a little over seven months. But um, I was over in the corner while they were cleaning her up, weighing her, doing all that stuff. And they were stitching Jenny up. She went C-section again. And they were stitching her up. Well, then all of a sudden, kind of out of the... Like, I could kind of hear over my shoulder them saying something about the bleeding's not stopping. Yeah. And I was just like... I instantly was just like... What? Well, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, there's no way we're going to try this hard to have my third baby just for me to turn around and lose my wife. Like, the, I was sick. But then they, they gave her um, the same type of shot that puts girls into labor that... Um, uh, Pitocin? Yeah. Or maybe it was something else. No, it's something that, like, makes them contract. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Pitocin. Is that Pitocin? Okay. Yeah. So they gave her that, and it just basically helps kind of clench everything up to help the bleeding and stuff, and hmm. and that ended up helping, and, and we were good. And uh, and then, yeah, so we have our... Brinley just turned 10, Jude's 6, and Kelsey's 7 months, and things are fantastic. That's awesome. So, yeah. Wow. Crazy, it's, crazy. it's crazy just the variance in story and our relationships and in our mm -hmm. families just among, just across you three. I know we have two more to go. On to Zach. Um, I know you're extremely tired, so we understand, but let's hear your story, man. Um, so actually, Karen eyes is kind of funny. Um, so I had I had two really good friends at the time. And one of my buddies, he was at his dentist appointment. Met this girl who was helping clean his teeth and stuff like that. Decided to ask her out on a date. Well, this ended up being Kara's best friend. So they start dating, and I met her, and she's like, you know, I have a friend who I think you'd really hook up well. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Give me your number. So basically, I get Kara's number, and I reach out to her. Well, in the meantime, my friend and this girl end up hating each other. They, like, just clashed, like, not good at all. And, like, I think they went on, like, two or three dates, and then that was it. Like, after that, like, when me and Kara would hang out, and I'd see her, like, if I ever mentioned my buddy's name, she'd be like, oh, that stupid son of a, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. Like, they hated each other. Um, but anyway, so it was December of, what was it, December of 2016? 2006, sorry, yeah, 2006. Um, I had actually just came home from my mission, and they had started dating before I came home. That was a weird thing, and then I came home. And Anyways, um, so I get Kara's phone number, and I just asked her on a date, and I think our first date was a BYU-Utah basketball game. Oh, fantastic. And she's a BYU fan. I'm a Utah fan. No. I never <laughs> knew that BYU about fan. you. <laughs> that you're a Utah fan right you know. what gives it away well, I don't know <laughs> the red hair <laughs> the red hair <laughs> all the red stuff that I wear <laughs> um, 
So we go to this game. We, you know, it was, it was fun. Um, I remember distinctly that night. I ran like four stop signs or stoplights. <laughs> Kara's like, point out. She goes, "That's red." Oh, that one's red too. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm just going. We're in the middle of Salt Lake, and I'm just going. Why? I don't know. Actually. He was he was under the influence. Like, were, were you like late to something or just <laughs> no? It was just we were just driving home. We were right by the temple. He <laughs> was twitching. Twitch. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Did Utah lose? Were you just kind of like no? Utah won. He saw he yeah. saw red lights and he thought it meant go because he went to Utah. Right, neighborhood. exactly. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's just I we were in Salt Lake and I just Terrifying. went next to the temple and I'm just going. <laughs> Apparently, just going with those thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, but anyway, so girls like bad boys. <laughs> I was working that. Watch, I can speed to. too. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I end up asking her on another date. This one, we went and saw a movie, and that was the first time I held her hand. And to me, holding hands that means something. It's a big I deal. come to find out. It meant nothing to Kara. She's oh, like, I, I hold guys' hands all the time, and I'm like, I've been oh, warning you for years. She's heartless. Well, so. I made a joke out of it. <laughs> you hand-holding hand holding hands. I call her hand sluts. Kara, where I come from, that means something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> time for a mic Not drop. time for a mic drop on that one. <laughs> Let's make sure we clear that. The, a lot of headphone users are going to be screaming. Um, anyways, so um, she, uh, there used to be over at the Union Station, there used to be this country line dancing thing. Oh yeah, I remember on. that. And um, I'm not a dancer, but of course I'm into character. You with your goes, dancer body? Right? I don't know. The move and jive. Anyways, uh, uh, I, I was, I'm, I'm into Kara, so I was like, I'll, I'll go. I'll have some fun. Well, I go, and she, like, pays no attention to me. And it's like high school all over. It is. And I'm like, I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, gosh. And so we end up doing this huge group date. And Kara's going to probably kill me for talking about this. She hates when I talk about this. Perfect. Um, but <laughs> we end up doing this huge group date. Um, we all go. We go bowling. And again, she ends up paying more attention to one of my buddies who showed up as a third will type person than myself. Heartless. And I come to find out she just felt bad for him and didn't want him to feel not included. And so I took it as the other way, like, hey, you're my date. Come talk to me. But she, like, paid no attention to me. And <laughs> on the drive home, my friends knew I was pissed because all of a sudden I'm turning on, like, corn. And you're, and like, and you're like, flying through red lights? I am. No, no, this uh, time I'm, he specifically stopped at everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Even the green ones. Right? I'm stopping everywhere. No, I'm turning on, like, hard rock music. And they're, like, trying to talk to me. They're like, you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. Good, great, grand, wonderful. No yelling on the bus. What's corn telling you, huh? And Freak on a leash. So I end up, uh, we, we go to one more of those country line dancing things. And I'm telling my friend, I'm like, hey, man, just 
just find out where this is going because if it's not going anywhere, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. And so all this is like over a month period. And so he comes back to me afterwards and he's like, yeah, man, she's, she's not into it. It's not going to happen. You guys aren't going to date. Nothing's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, that's mm. fine. That's fine. I, I had another girl kind of on the side who I was interested in. Side so, I know, right? Well, well this, this relationship's filled so, with all sorts of heartbreak and hussies. Was she a hand slut too? <laughs> <laughs> she might have been. But, so I was like, that's fine. I was like, I'll go date this other girl. So I start kind of seeing this other girl. And next thing you know, out of the blue, Kara kind of starts texting me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. So this other girl ends up like just flaking out. Like it was like a couple dates and I was like, no, this ain't going to happen. She was, it just wasn't going to happen. And so Kara asked me, I used to work at a, at a shipping company for, we'd ship music CDs, you know, uh, videos, all that stuff. So I could get early access to some stuff. And she's like, hey, can you by chance get me the new Fallout Boy CD? She's using you. Uh, that's what I kind of felt like. It, Not it only was she like, using you, but you, you were her safety net. Right? Well, oh, that's, I was like, <laughs> so we hadn't talked in like three months. And she's like, hey, I, I know you work at this place. Like, do you think you could get me this this album, the Fallout, new Fallout Boy CD? And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. So I get it for her and I take it up to her work. And like, I don't know, something clicked in me and I was like, I've got to try again. Like something's, I, I'm seeing something, so I got to try again. So we actually start talking more and more. This is probably April. Um, within a month, it was it was May 28th. I ended up kissing her. And for the first time. That didn't mean much to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the funny thing is, after, you know, we start talking, you know, after we, you know, I, I get talking to her again, and I'm like, <laughs> what is going I'm on? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's laughing at his own jokes, too. Uh, well, I saw Tony kind of laughing, and I just think of their relationship, and it just kind of made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we start talking about how we, when we first met, I was like, why didn't things end up working out there? And she goes, she goes, in all honesty, she's like, number one, I was scared of you. She's like, I felt something that I was scared of. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, then she, she was afraid to lose her soul. <laughs> no, she's a redhead too. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> She was afraid you'd take all the ones she's stolen. <laughs> well, I'm all for myself. <laughs> and we come to, I come to find out that my so-called friend was lying to me. That dude. He actually wanted to date her. And oh. so he was telling me all these lies that she didn't want anything to do with me, this and that. And at it's the bowling tragedy thing, story. Well, like at the bowling incident, stuff like that, like, I guess she was trying to come talk to me, but, like, he was making it so she couldn't. Was it Tom? And, no. <laughs> I didn't know Tom for years after that. Oh. But, um, anyways, and so... Uh, that's Jack, dude. I know. <laughs> that's for Jack. Like, we, and it's funny because we, me and Kara still talk about this, and she hates it when I talk about it, because I get so pissed off Is about this... it. 
this isn't one of the friends that you talked about in one of the earlier episodes that left you and the girl went, well, no, the girl didn't go with because you're still married to her. I just have in high hopes, that's all. <laughs> oh, yeah, it turns out this whole story's about right? different care. All right, let him finish his story. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. So we were all quiet for each other. Yeah. Uh, shut up now. Yeah, you could. Um, so end of July, July 28th, um, was when I asked her to marry me. What gave me the idea is actually we were downstairs one day and her brother was just like, you guys going to get married? Why don't you guys just get married? And I finally clicked at me and I looked at Karen and I said, you want to do that? Why don't we? <laughs> and she was like, are you being serious? And I was like, maybe. And so we actually, we, you know, went and prayed about it and talked about it and basically, you know, went and found out for ourselves. We gave each other a week, basically. Just said, let's find out for ourselves that this is what we should do. And I basically flat told her there. I said, you realize that if we, if either of us get the answer, no, this isn't going to work out with one of us, I said, it's done. We're done. We're, we're, there's no point continuing this, you know, anymore. And she goes, yeah, that's perfectly fine. So we gave ourselves a week and we both got the answer like, yes, you know, we're with each other. So um, when I went to take her to propose to her, I took her down um, to the Salt Lake Temple and walked around Temple Square and here's the funny thing. So I lied to her and I said, hey, we're going to go see the Simpsons movie. And she was like, okay. And she goes, why are we going to Salt Lake for that? And I was like, well, it's an IMAX. And I've never been to an IMAX. So I want to go to the IMAX, see the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Now, for those of you that don't know, Zach is a huge movie buff. So yes. this is not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's not. That's That was what was so perfect about it. And so anyways, we, we stopped by Temple Square and she's like, and I was like, well, we're, we're early. We're about an hour, you know, before the movie starts. I said, so let's just go take a walk around. So anyways, we walk around. And then finally, I just found a perfect spot, got on one knee, proposed. And then I had planned it with her parents and her brother, you know, her brothers and sister-in-laws and stuff. And they come popping out of the corner and enjoy all this stuff. And I, everything's all said and done. And we go Back to get in the car and we start driving home and she's like wait are we really not going to the simpsons movie <laughs> and i was like really i proposed to you and you that's that's all you have and she's like i still want to see the simpsons movie and i said oh don't worry we will same with shaley what no food right <laughs> right out the gate Still not pleased. Still not pleased. Still, no. You give them a diamond ring, they still want more. Still want more. This comes uh, with a burrito, right? So, and then we were actually married uh, November 15th. Um, and so it was actually almost close to 11 months to the day when we first met each other. The first time we met each other, it was 11 months till we were married. Wow. And so... And uh, we were got twenty years old at the time. Yeah, you we guys got married. Young yeah, we were that was, all you guys. That was young. Jenny. She turned nineteen on May fifteenth, and then we got married May twenty third. So she was literally like a week into nineteen years old when we got married. See, that's yeah. Literally we were like snatching babies out of a cradle. We were, <laughs> we were, we were twenty, almost twenty one, and uh, yeah, we got married. Um, Within a couple of years, I think we were almost 23, um, 2010, we had our first daughter, just right around the same time as Tony and Jenny, 
fact, it was what? Within a couple weeks of each other? Pretty when's, close. When's Bren's birthday? September. Yeah, so Katie September was born 26th. in August. Yeah. Yeah, so we had, and and this is where this is where something that we always felt bad about, and it wasn't something that we necessarily should have, but we did, because we felt bad for you guys, because me and Tony, you know, got really close, and when well, I mean, we still are, not that we got, you know, we still are, but Tony and Jenny struggled when it came to getting pregnant, and Kara and I, it was nothing. Like, I remember when we had um, our second child, was it second or third? <laughs> was it the fifth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we gave away four. So Kara gets off of her... <laughs> Carry the two? Yeah, that's correct. Kara gets off of her birth control, and, uh, and uh, the doctor's like, hey, just practice around he's like it's gonna take a couple of months and so we're like okay that's great so um we're just doing our thing and all the next you know she comes walking into that uh i'm in the bedroom she comes walking in and she goes i'm pregnant (laughs) and the first thing out of my mouth was oh shit (laughs) (laughs) and and she's like really you can't even be excited and i said I was expecting a couple months of practice, not just immediately pregnant. No and sex anymore. <laughs> we just got back to it. Right? And so, but that was, in fact, and I don't think I ever told you this. This is one of the reasons why I always struggled um, with us actually getting pregnant so fast is I lost a friend over it with our first child. Um, we had gotten... You lost a friend? Yes. Um, I had a really good friend who, back in high school, um, junior high, elementary, junior high, high school, all that stuff. So him and his wife got pregnant at the same time that we got pregnant with Katie. Well, they ended up having um, a uh, miscarriage. miscarriage. And this was right. We had planned a Disneyland trip together with each other. And the day of us going to Disneyland, they found out that they had a miscarriage. And so we were like, okay, well, we're going to pump it up. And I even pulled him aside and I said, hey, man, like, I feel I feel for you. Like, I'm so sorry. I was like, but please, if we get overbearing or if we're looking at baby clothes or it's upsetting, please let me know. And he goes, no, this is it's happy for you guys, too. And I said, but there needs to be a boundary. I said, I, it's still going to be hard on you guys. And he was like, no, he's like, we're happy for you guys. Do your thing. And so um, there was one point where we were at Disneyland and. Kara had pulled a baby thing off the thing and his wife pretty much just walked away and I was like, okay, maybe we shouldn't be looking. And so we kind of, from that point on, I don't know what happened with our friendship. We've never really got to talk about it, but we pretty much separated. Like wow. we, we weren't the same after that. And so, because it was so hard for them because they were the same way. They struggled and struggled and struggled for years. And then here was me and Kara just... No struggle, popping kids out left and right. <laughs> <laughs> so, in essence, you thought you were going to lose Tony as a friend because and that's just kind of what we were worried about. Yes, okay. like we were, you know, and and uh, you know, not to like point out anything with Jenny or anything, but Kenny or Jared. Oh my <laughs> goodness, who's Kenny? Who's Kenny? Kara and Jenny had had some conversations, and and Jenny had known her frustrations and. And uh, Kara felt so horrible. And I was like, you can't feel bad about it, but at the same time, yeah, we were. 
because I don't think I don't think we've ever voiced that opinion to you guys. But that was we've lost a friend over it. So we were always so worried. Like I crap. remember that. I remember that story. And I, honestly, I didn't think that was fair on you guys to feel bad. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. they, they were agree. holding it against you for having a successful pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, we keep telling you, Zach, we're your only actual friends. (laughs) (laughs) These other people you know are a bunch of dicks. (laughs) Because, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's... I know it sucks. It's 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 weeding out those people who probably shouldn't be in your life. Yeah, Yeah. even the fact that you went to them and were like, hey, like, we're willing to, you know... We're willing to basically hide... Our emotions. Exactly. We're willing to not show excitement to help you feel better. And then for them to get mad yeah. is stupid. Yeah. Well, it's childish and selfish. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And that's, it was very frustrating, but so. Yeah, because, I mean, we had some hard times, you know, but I always wanted to celebrate with my friends a, a joyous thing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. For we sure. almost talk about it. It helped to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having a miscarriage and stuff. But now what about your other two? Because that was your first one. That was Katie. Yeah. What about the other two? And then Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. They, they well, came about the same way as the first one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess the other two. The other two were one week post birth. There, there was one, one, and then there was three. We're done. Someone wiped her butt on the shower curtain. She was dead to him. <laughs> she literally did wipe her butt on the shower curtain. No. We know. Well, I mean, well, remember April. our little elf remember? friends told us. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, Snowy and Steve. That's right. <laughs> yes. It's hilarious. She's no, just trying I mean, to make an ink blot. <laughs> Daddy, what does this look like? No. It's like crap. Disturbing. <laughs> it's a poop. It's a big giant poop. <laughs> no, Ro- Rose and Ronnie came around. I mean, it was, so Katie was there, and then Rose, it was the same thing. It was. Hey, let's try for a kid. And I'm like, okay. And then one Next night. Day. I mean, oh, FedEx what? delivery, Amazon <laughs> special. It, it was literally like no joke. Like the first night, like I was trying to be super protective. Like I wasn't ready to have the second child yet. And there was just one night where I was like, I don't care. And of course, that was the night that I got pregnant. Stork's got a jetpack. <laughs> Boom. Right. And so, and then same thing with the third child. It was, hey, you guys got a couple months to practice, so just enjoy it. Well, that didn't work out. <laughs> you just pointed out to you every time. Did it get to you every time? You're like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. Kara always makes fun of me for it because <clears throat> she would come to me and say, hey, I'm pregnant. And I'd be like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> She's like, Really? Thank you. You could be excited. I was like, no, I am excited. I was just looking forward to the practice part. Yeah. Either you're a real good catcher or I'm a real good pitcher. Well, I think she's a real good catcher is the issue. Come <laughs> on! It's that hand whore. <laughs> hand slut. It's all. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Uh, I'm grabbing onto everything I can find. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Holy man. crap. <laughs> well, look at you go. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's Sorry, great. Real quick, I got to interrupt, um, be a little selfish here. I forgot to talk or mention my proposal. Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did the proposal. So I proposed for or to Jenny at the zoo, um, but so we were living together already, 
Um, but she didn't know the proposal was coming. So I had bought the ring and everything, and we went in November. And so it was cold, and I remember I had my big jacket on, and while she was still in the bathroom getting ready, I'm standing out in the living room looking in the mirror trying to figure out which pocket was going <laughs> to hide the ring the best and stuff. And then the whole time at the zoo... Um, she kept, like, going to hold my hand, or, like, I thought she was going to reach and put her hand in my pocket, so I'd hurry and, like, grab her hand and stuff. Get away from me! <laughs> like, I would, like, grab her hand and, like, hang on to it, like, oh, I'm not marrying so, a hand so, whore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we did the whole zoo and stuff, and then on the way out, I was like, oh, wait, I forgot something, and I ran into the customer service, and I was like, hey, do you, can one of you come out and take a picture of me and my girlfriend? Um, I'm going to propose to her. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, just take a picture of us smiling. And then I'll say, you know, let's do one more. And uh, and so we stand out there. She takes one picture of us. And Jenny walks up to go get the camera. And I was like, oh, wait, hang on. Let's take one more. And I remember I had it in my head that I was going to use, like, her full name. I was going to be very proper and stuff. And I get down on one knee, Chris. get the ring out. No, I got down on one knee, pulled the ring out, and I was like, Babe, <laughs> that's all I got out. Babe, will you marry me? Shiny. I don't plan the magic. I am magic. Okay, <laughs> there we go. But, that's yeah, awesome. So I just that's had to hurry and throw that in there because, yeah. That's I'm, cute. I'm honestly, I'm loving this so much because I'm learning so much about all of us. I'm, I'm actually kind of mad that this is stuff that I didn't, didn't know. know. Agreed. I was hoping you would have pulled it off like a tiger's tail or something. <laughs> you wrestle it down and you're like, look what I got you. <laughs> was this just in his throat? <laughs> oh, it has your name on it. <laughs> why, why would her ring have her name on it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just wrestle it out of a tiger and that's the weird part. <laughs> that is the weird part. I wrestle tigers on a daily. <laughs> I practiced. <laughs> for eight hours. Oh, gosh. Anywho... Austin, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that to note. I'll take note of that in more ways than one. So, <laughs> so uh, gosh, I, I wish know. I would have taken note. <laughs> I don't even know where to start, to be honest, because... At the beginning. Yeah, yeah that's a good spot. So, Jess and I, we were connected through an uh, intermediary friend. And we had just been texting and sending each other pictures and stuff like that just before we actually were able to go on our first date. And so we kind of got a good vibe for who we each were. And I remember, like, at this point in my relate like relationship life, I had just gotten out of two very toxic relationships back to back. They were both very lengthy relationships at that time. I remember those. Yeah. And uh, so at this point in my dating life or dating career, whatever you want to call it, I was almost just like, I didn't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, I wanted to date someone, but I was like, I'm not going to, I hated the front. I hated the dating front of like pretending to be someone that you weren't. Dating sucks. Dating is I the mean, worst. if there's anything you take from this podcast, it's don't try and don't care and you will get married. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. That is the title of this podcast. There is don't try and don't care and you will get married. It's just <laughs> be authentic. Just be yeah, your authentic yeah. self. The thing so. I always hate is people kept it, it'll happen when you least expect it. It'll happen when you least expect it. 
And then cliche. it happened when I least expected. And then you get pissed <laughs> off, and they were right. Yeah. <laughs> so cliche. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was sending Jess these stupid pictures. Like, Uh-oh. stupid. Not like that. It was just like me being dumb. You know what I mean? Just like, I just didn't care. I was, Abercrombie poses. Yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> and so she got a good feeling for who I was. And I sent her this picture of me in Mexico where I was wearing a stupid horse head mask. And she loved it. She thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever seen ever. And so I was like, cool. And so we just kept talking. And eventually we got around to the idea of we're going to meet up for our first date. And we got this stupid joke going where I told her, I'm like, I'm going to propose. I'm like, I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to propose. And so I show up. And, you know, I meet her in the coffee shop and we have this long, lengthy conversation. It was great. Um, She was very pretty. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, well, again, I'm not trying to front. I'm not trying to be someone who I'm not. So I'm just going to take her on a wild ride. I'm going to take her on a date that she's never in a million years done. And so I decided it'd be a great idea to take that stupid horse head mask and take her on a date to pose on furniture in R.C. Willie. And I was like, I it was, it. It was so cool. stupid, but it was so unique. And because she loved that horse head mask picture, I was like, we're just going to make our own. And so we, I drive down to RC Willie, have her get out. And I put the mask on and I'm like, Hey, let's go in and have fun. And she was like, first date. <laughs> like she was looking at me like, I don't know whether we're buying furniture together. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, we go in and we're posing and we're, being stupid and having fun and taking all of these pictures and at the end of the date i get down on one knee with a stupid ring pop and i proposed to her wearing a horse head mask it was just a stupid joke and she loved it anyway after that i convinced her to come over to the house and we were just gonna have some dinner and ended up making like some chicken fajitas some tacos and went great so we had this weird relationship where it was kind of like back and forth for a little while because like i said even though she was a fantastic person, me mentally, I was just not in that headspace to really want to date. It was just, you know, two bad relationships back to back. And you're just like, ah, I'm, it's draining. It is. Yeah. It's super draining. <clears throat> and so I, all, I, it was weird because like you guys, I knew, I knew she was the perfect girl at the worst possible time for me mentally. And so a few, a few months go by and we actually had a little bit of a falling out, kind of stopped talking. Well, anyway, I can't, I, I think she like added me on Facebook and it like out of nowhere caught me by surprise. And I was like, oh, so like it reignited things and it turns out she did this on purpose. She totally had like <laughs> planted the seed. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, we were supposed to meet up. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the timeline specifically, but there was a time where we were supposed to meet up for a date on Valentine's Day. And I, it, it's still in that same headspace. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. And she was just like, okay, well, if I don't hear from you by this time, I'm just going to go to Park City. And I'm just going to go have a date by myself. And I just... In my, I was still wrestling with that idea in my mind, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this next step. 
And so she ends up going. And right as, like, I, I called her, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's go on that date. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm already halfway to Park City. And I'm like, ah, and I kind of, like, kicked myself for that. And it was in that moment, and I'm so proud that she did, because it was in that moment that I realized she didn't need me. And in her not needing me made me realize that she was perfect for me. And so I was like, that's cool. Like, I hated it in the moment, but I was like, I respect <laughs> yeah. that, and I like that a lot. And so we ended up going on a snowboarding date with, um, kind of like a snowboarding. Anyway, we went with snowboarding with my dad, and that solidified it. We were, rough, like, roughhousing, snowboarding, throwing snowballs at each other, tackling each other in the snow, spent a whole day just doing what I love, and that solidified it for me. So fast forward, like, a month, I asked her out. And then I want to say it was full year that we dated and the following year I got a ring and we were what are you what are you shaking your head for he got a ring oh yeah <laughs> and so I, I I bought a ring and I went and I I can't remember what we were doing or where we came back from but I just knew I want to say we went down to Zion with her parents and my entire idea was that weekend I was going to ask her dad for her, like his blessing. And basically just ran out of time. I couldn't find any time to like pull him aside that was natural, that felt right. So we were in the garage <laughs> unpacking and Jess ran inside to pack up or something. And I'm like in the garage, I look at Ron and I'm like, I got something to ask you. He's like, yeah. And I like instant tears. I could not <laughs> like instant choke. <laughs> and I'm like, trying to formulate sentences and words and he just looks at me he's like i know what you're trying to say and, and he starts welding up and he's like and yes 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 you can and so i was like oh thank god i couldn't i couldn't get it out and so he's like okay we need to get ourselves together because she's gonna be out here soon <laughs> so I was like, okay so anyway we pack up five months go by I have yet to ask her. I still got the ring and I've got the blessing. We go, we go mountain biking with her parents at Deer Valley. And at the end of the day, Ron's like, so uh, any update on uh, anything big happening? He's like, because I, you know, I need to request my time off for next year <laughs> if any big events are going to happen. And I was like, Man, I need to ask. Dang it, I do need to ask. So it was that like little nudge that I was like, okay, it's time. And so uh, I lined up this amazing photo shoot with our friend Jarvie, who's a phenomenal photographer. Fantastic. I was like, yeah, we just need to get some, you know, couple photos. Let's just go get our couple photos done. And so we took Stella and we were up getting these pictures done. And that was what she didn't know is I was our, our engagement photo shoot. And so uh, we go up there, we finally find this perfect little grove, and I get down on one knee, and kind of like you, tell me, I was like, <laughs> I get down, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to say her full name, I'm going to like say these things, and I, I, instead, I don't even get out like, will you marry me? I say like, will you be mine? And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she she accepted and uh, was seriously one of the best days of my life. And then um, we got married, and uh, it's been a roller coaster ever since. And 
God, I, I wish I could drop months and dates and years and stuff. <laughs> I can't. When did you get married again, Chris? September 30th, okay. 2006. For some reason I thought you said that or something. Because three of us have been married in May. Yeah. 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 I proposed, I think, in April. In all fairness, I was first. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was yeah. born in May, though, so suck it. So was Jenny. I no, was born. I was born but way first. after me. <laughs> so I proposed it on October 14th, and then we got married the following oh, year on May 7th. I didn't 7th. know you proposed in October, too. You, you got... Oh, yeah, October 27th. Yeah, yeah. October 14th, and then May 7th. Didn't you propose in October? No, mine was in July. Oh. Okay. What about you, Tony? Yeah. November. Mm. Close enough. <laughs> So, I'm trying to think of, uh, yeah, I, I, but as far as marriage goes, I cannot stress this enough. Who you are marrying, you're also marrying into the family. You're marrying into the mm-hmm. your father-in-law, your mother-in-law. Yeah. And, oh, that's man, a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Is, it is fantastic <laughs> if you can get incredible in-laws. I just say, my, say that. My in-laws are incredible, but that was a tough... That, can still be a tough one. It's yeah. not more the mother and father-in-law, it's more the sibling-in-laws. It's yeah. a package well, it, it all depends, too. And yeah. I mean, they're completely different dynamics of how they're raised. Yeah. yeah. It is. It took years. Like, down to, like, oh, we make our mac and cheese this way. No, that's <laughs> dumb. We make it this way. Like, literally any little thing can be some weird, like, slippery hazard for a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's where that divorce, like we were saying, comes in is those newlyweds who are still just trying to get to know each other. Instead of working through those speed bumps and getting to know each other, they're just immediately like, oh, maybe this was a mistake, we're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you need to get out of your own way and realize that you're not the center of the universe. Like, yeah. Other people can do the same thing different ways. Yeah. So no. the, the fun thing about <laughs> Jess and I is we, <laughs> we started dating in 2014. Got married in 2016, had had Micah 2018, had Paige 2020. So every two years, something, something happens. Something so happens. what's 2022? I don't know, man. We're going to adopt some Haitians. Yeah, but... Some, I, some Haitians? Yeah, from Haiti. Hey, oh. In-law thing. I'm a survivor. Oh. I'm a survivor of in-laws. <laughs> I am a success story. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. As we learned, what, a couple podcasts ago? What was it, ago? A, a chicken dick? <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't the in-law. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. But same as you, Zach, uh, as far as pregnancy goes. My goodness, dude. Very <laughs> first time that we could knock it out of the park, it gets home run. Mm-hmm. Yep, And same. And then, uh, so yeah, then we have our beautiful daughter, Micah, um, She's turning into such a fun little girl. But, um, and then, yeah, two years later, we're, we're not even two years later, a year, a year and a half, barely. And Jess is like, um, so last week. <laughs> Remember that one night? <laughs> you, uh, it <laughs> just happened to be the one time, the very first time after that I, we could conceive and we did. And I'll never forget when she, when she told me, because she had Micah come running out in a shirt that says Big Sister, and she rounds the corner, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, what is she wearing? You take that off right now. Well, and thank I'm, goodness the camera, camera was rolling. Yeah, and I'm like, 
No. <laughs> and pa- panic just struck me. Oh my gosh, like the first one, pure joy. Pure joy. I remember when Micah told me, or when Jess told me that she was pregnant with our baby Micah, I was just tears and just joy and like my world was just like blown away. Um, Because we were, you know, it was that logical next progressional step for us and where we were in our relationship and where we were in life. And I realized how much work babies were and then she surprised because we we were going to have a second child. We just didn't want a second child as soon as we had. And that was just like, no, we're not ready. Oh no, all this dread. <laughs> but now, now that we have them as close as they are, oh my gosh, it's amazing. At least right now, and I, I, I don't know how close your daughters are. I'm imagining they're fairly close. Yeah. So, what? Katie's ten, Rose's seven, and Ronnie's four. Oh, okay. So they're actually pretty spaced apart. So yeah. Paige and Micah are less than two years spaced apart. So they, but Micah is loves Paige, loves her. She'll kiss her, hug her. She always wants to hold her, and it is just the most incredible thing to watch as a father. Just watching these two girls bond and grow together. It's oh, I love it. So this has been a fun our, podcast. Our kids are gonna go back and listen to this, and they're gonna. Look at the oldest one and be like, I knew you were the favorite. They were excited to have you. They weren't excited to have us. <laughs> I got to say, to clear that, I we definitely wanted a second child. Well, and it's all, it's different for a man. Like, yeah. when you hear about a child, the first thing that goes through your head is, how am I going to keep it alive? <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. that is literally the first thought. You're like, oh, crap, money, food, clothes. <laughs> Things. I mean, I'm happy for the child, but things. <laughs> things cost a lot of money. Without, without cheap I am, I think that's why I had all three girls. Mm-hmm. Or if it would have been. I was like, all you're going to learn to spend. All, all, well, all three of the same sex. Let's put it that way. Because it just I didn't have down. to. It did. It was all hand-me-downs. That's so weird. I got to ask because Cam and Zach all have girls. Yep, so I have all girls for now. Mm-hmm. So far. You have two girls, and you have a boy. But as far as the girls go... Tony has one boy, too. Are you... I know. <laughs> Did I say that? You just said no, two girls. You have two girls. Oh, I'm sorry. I With thought a boy I, in the middle. Yeah, I thought I said that. I'm sorry. Um, as far as just the girls go... All right. Did you want boys coming out of the gate, or did you, like? Are, are you thankful that it's been girls? I hope that my kid doesn't go back and listen to this. I was praying for a boy for my third child. Yeah. <laughs> I was praying, and I was legit a little devastated. Now, would I give up Ronnie for anything in the world? No. No, yeah. But I was legit a little devastated when I found out the third one was a girl again. And to tell you how much I wanted a boy, we were going to use my dad's name, which is Ron, mm. somewhere in there. And so I had already predetermined, like, it's going to be a boy, the middle name's going to be Ronald, all that stuff, and then it comes a girl, and I'm like, well, still using Ron, so that's where we came with Ronnie. <laughs> I gotcha. So, but yeah, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little devastated. I wanted my first one to be a boy, as I think most people do. Yeah, as a little protector. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but now, like, finding out it was a girl, I was, it was, it wasn't like, I was disappointed, it was just kind of like a, oh, okay, well, yeah. and now having Brindley... <laughs> <laughs> what? You're, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> no, I can I can iterate the I, same yeah, feeling. Yeah. Is like I wanted a boy, and then when I found out that we were having a girl, it didn't matter. Because I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you, it doesn't really matter what you want. You're gonna get what you need. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now that I've become such a better man and father because of my two daughters. Yeah. So I always wanted I always wanted a little girl. Like I always wanted like a little daddy's girl. I did too. Well, I definitely wanted a girl. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want a girl first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do still want a boy, but now he'll be if if he comes, he'll be third, and it'll. I didn't have the influence care. of sisters. Yeah. I was gonna say your I, story, Chris. I, you I, were just yeah. ready for kids. I just want a baby. But. I did need a boy. He's taught me a lot of patience. Like, he's a good kid, but they teach you a lot of oh, yeah. think before you react. And oh, I'm sure that with, with boys. Coming. With a girl, yeah. I, with a girl, I think, though, you're a little more, as a father, lenient with stuff like that. But as a little boy, it's like, no, you're a boy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, enough. it's so funny with that because um, I get so impatient with Jude and Jenny with Brinley. And it's like, I have Brinley's back nine times out of ten, and vice versa, Jenny with Jude. Yeah. And it's funny how we've taken the, yeah, how we've taken them under our wings and stuff, because Jenny and Brinley clash so bad, and so I I have to, and again, vice versa, me and Jude, and I, I don't know if it's because where he's a boy and I'm a boy, I'm just immediately like, no, you shouldn't act like that, come on, toughen up, and Jenny, same thing with Brinley. Whereas opposite sexes, we don't understand it, so therefore we're like, no, you're being too hard on him, blah, blah, blah. And so. I would agree. No, I think so too, yeah. There's times where Kara will get so frustrated with the girls, and I feel like I have their back, and it's like, calm down. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's okay. I I feel like, yeah, there is a clash. It's that same sex clash, and. Yeah. With Alden, it taught me a lot of lessons. Because my dad was always the toughen up and, and don't show your emotion, and. You know what I mean? Like, don't be a crybaby. Don't do this. With Alden, I catch myself having to come back and actually analyze the situation mm-hmm. and be like, it's okay to be upset about it. It's not. So with my dad, you can't act this way. You shouldn't think this way. With me, with Alden, it's like, it's okay that you're upset, but how you're handling this is very inappropriate and you can't handle it this way. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's been such a growth for me. Yeah. For I think sure. fatherhood in general yeah. is just... Oh, yeah. Uncharted territory. Well, it's yeah. one of those things that teaches you. Like, you, you grow up thinking, oh, my parents, you know, they know everything. They know what's going on. They didn't know crap. No. Yeah. <laughs> they they knew don't know. nothing about what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. That is the most frustrating part about this all, too, is my mom will always, she'll be like, you know what? She's like, I raised you guys. I've got experience. You should take my advice because I've been there. I've done that. And it's like, yes, you have. But now we're here to experience it, and we want to experience it our way. Yeah, mm-hmm. like well, so and not even to mention, you know, that was thirty years ago. Yeah. It's like yeah. I mean, that's when so kids were sleeping on the back, you know, the back window, right. driving yeah. down the freeway. Every kid's <laughs> different too. I mean, every situation's different. All of it. Right. Yeah. And I will tell you this too, because my parents always made fun of it. Because I, it's me and three older brothers. So there's four boys. My parents were like, on the first one, we were strict. We wanted the rules this way. <laughs> Second one came around, we still wanted to be strict. Third and fourth one, we didn't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's like weird. It, it's the honest truth. Like with Katie, like we're we're figuring out things for the first time, and we're so strict. But then when it comes, slides down to Ronnie, 
there is things that Ronnie gets away with that Katie never would have got but away with. But you realize with. that maybe it didn't didn't matter trying to be yeah. strict about that certain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all it's always yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to keep growth. kind of putting ourselves in place. It's like, okay, we can't be hard on Bryn just because she's the oldest. It's like she's we have to be the example. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> always have to oh, backpedal that. Make the example of the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing that sucks though is I hate punishing my kids. I hate it too. So much. To the point of where, like, if I, if we punish Kaylee, for one, sometimes do you ever like Can't take come up with these afterwards. stupid like punishments? Yeah, yes. like you do that again, you're sleeping in the backyard. I don't know, something like you just like say oh, something stupid that comes out to your mind. I, I you're sleeping outside. I told my kids once. I said, you're, like, you are, you're sleeping outside in the backyard with the spiders and the bugs, and they're like, no. Well, and then. Half an hour later, I catch them doing it again. I will literally grab them, drag them towards the door as they're kicking and screaming. I'm like, no, you're sleeping outside. No, Dad, no. Dude, it's all a game of poker. Tear, tears in their eyes, and I'm like, you going to do it again? No. They won't do it again because it's like they realize. If only oh, they I'm knew how scared them. Dad was of spiders. <laughs> right? <laughs> how scared Dad was that they'd actually let him take him outside. Because you never want to fulfill it. You're like, I want you to break before we get to the outside, and then I have to make you sleep on the ground. <laughs> so one of the, the, with parenting, the one of the biggest things I learned is if you say there's mm-hmm. going to be punishment, you got to stick to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that is yeah. so hard. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. it's hard because it's a punishment on you to keep the punishment. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, this sounds That's stupid. And, yeah, this sounds stupid, but it's like one of the punishments we do is like no Nintendo, no YouTube, no electronics. And but then they just bug you. Exactly. <laughs> that is it. Then they're at your feet. I'm bored. I don't go wanna, do something. Like, you got toys. You got markers. Go paint. Go color. Go play with your toys. Go you outside. <laughs> that makes me think, though. Like telling them they can't have these electronics. Like we grew up without electronics. Like go no, be a normal. A go it's be normal. That's it. Too much. You know what I mean? It's weird. No kidding. I told Jude. I was like, go use your imagination, and he looks right at me. I don't want to use my imagination. I'm like, oh my gosh, I failed. Like, I, that's. I remember at his age, I was play fighting. I was coming up with all kinds of stuff just out of my head. Yeah. And oh. Well, you still do. You still ninja fight. Like, yeah. I give her I give her a path of redemption because like you give a punishment and I'm like, oh I don't want to fulfill this, but I have to. You have to. So then you're like, okay, well, you can do this and we'll lift the you know, the punishment. Mm, Like you give them a path of redemption. Exactly. For sure. And then you're like, yes, I don't have to do it. You still gotta teach them, you know. Exactly. Like they they got themselves out of the mess. It's all they, about, they repented. They got out of there. It's action and consequence. There's exactly. always a consequence, and mm-hmm. if you're gonna do the action, you gotta stick to that consequence, no matter. And as a parent, I mean, they say parenting's hard. It is because you have Way to stick hard. to it. You have to do it, and it's it's just. And my dad always was like, "Oh, son, this is gonna hurt me a lot more, and it's gonna hurt you." I was like, "You're so full of crap." And it makes you and mad. I'm like, he was right. I'm like, dang. He was right. Yeah, exactly. Dang it. Like, it it made me appreciate my dad a little more. There's been so many times I've blown up on the kids. And then, like, five minutes later, I'm back in their room almost in tears. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Yeah. I've done that. You know, part of the thing is, too, is if they do something wrong, they get a consequence. You've got to realize when you've done something wrong as well. Well, You're not perfect. It's Well, Well, it's a learning aspect for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As far as this goes. Yeah. I want to end this podcast because I feel like 
fatherhood in itself could be a whole oh, other topic. One. A series. We could do a series. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> with that, I'm going to wrap up today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you Thank so you. much for listening. Again, follow us on all the social platforms. Uh, everything's in the show notes, or if you're following us on YouTube, everything's in the description. If you're not, follow us on YouTube. Come check us out. Take a look, see. There's some yeah. stuff that you don't hear. Yeah, thanks. You hear <laughs> you, yeah. that you don't see. Yeah, you I know see. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, see. <laughs> thanks so much for being part of this crowd, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. thanks. Ciao. Later. Ciao. See you.